When you tell me that, you know, he should testify because he's going to tell the truth and he shouldn't worry, well, that's so silly because it's somebody's version of the truth, not the truth. He didn't have a, a conversation truth is about... Truth truth. I don't mean to go like... I, no, I it isn't truth. Truth isn't truth. Get ready for marketing insights, business strategies, and growth tactics from the original founder and marketer of The Daily Dose, no matter what those other guys claim. He's the original marketing entrepreneur who helped bring big business, media, marketing, and the public sector to the internet, while keeping government happy and away from overregulation of the digital age. And he's got the savvy and proven experience to help any business grow and succeed. You're listening to Marketing Insights with your host, Yasha Harari. Hi, and welcome to Marketing Insights with me, Yasha Harari. Um, Today, we are going to have a very exciting interview uh, with the one and only Magnus Lunemir. Again, I hope I pronounced that correctly, folks. Um, I don't speak Swedish perfectly, but Magnus will tell us the proper pronunciation of his name. And also, Magnus, and the reason I'm having him on this show, uh, is because he is a prolific author of marketing. Uh, he writes books about marketing, actually he's written a number of them, you can easily find them on Amazon or on his website, which is unamir.com, uh, and uh, it's, that's U-N-E-M-Y-R.com, if you look at his books page you'll see a whole bunch of great books there. Um, and we're talking today with Magnus about his new book. Uh, It's called Data-Driven Marketing with Artificial Intelligence. And it's an excellent guide for understanding where we are in marketing with AI and where we're going in the future with AI. So I'd love Magnus to tell us a little bit about his book and sort of where where the whole thing comes from with the writing and and his background. So let's get right into that. And uh, first start off with uh, welcoming Magnus. Hi, Magnus. Hi, Asha. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So did I pronounce your last name right? Unimir? Unimar? Unimar? Uh, in Swedish, it's Unimir, uh, and in English, I usually use uh, Unimar. Okay, right. Well, thanks for having uh, the time to spend with us uh, these days. And, uh, to, you know, to, to, to let us know about your book, I, I really want to hear about, you know, where you come at writing from, sort of what's your background in the, in the write in the writing space? Where does, where does this come from you? So I actually started out in the software industry as a software developer, and I've been working 25 years in the international software industry. Uh, most of that time in marketing, and I've had positions like product marketing manager, product manager, vice president of sales and marketing, and uh, also I've been the co-founder and co-owner of a software company. So I've been in the software industry for my entire life, although uh, 20 plus years in the marketing side of things. So um, I think my interest in software and marketing is a good mix uh, in terms of uh, writing books about marketing automation and uh, in particular now uh, marketing with artificial intelligence. Yeah, well, I mean, definitely that's, uh, that's a good line to come at it from. 
and you know, you've been writing for a long time, so I'd like to know sort of how you got into the whole let's switch from being technical to being a writer thing, because that's not something that everybody you know is capable of doing, you know, like that on just a wish. So I've been a very uh, uh, very active reader since my. Uh, teenage years and I actually started writing my first book uh, as a 12 year old boy uh, fiction uh, f fiction book at the time uh, I think it never got completed but uh, I've been uh, been very interested in reading books and uh, also writing for uh, for my entire life and I've been writing a lot of marketing content uh, during the last two decades as well so Felt quite natural actually to take to take that step. You hear that, people? Twelve years old writing a book. Okay, that's just. I mean, that should give you some kind of an idea of the kind of uh, prolific writer that you have to be to get these kind of ideas down. Um, but you know, every every first letter you put down on a page, if you have a if you have a dream book you want to write and get out there, this is. I mean, this is a great inspiration for getting it out there like how do you go about doing that but then you know there's always the question like magnus what i'd like to know is like how do you come up with the idea for this book because you've done already so many things about marketing like what made you think okay let's go now to the data you know let's move now switch to the data driven was it just because there's a clear and obvious need in the market or because you were like well this is the experience i'm doing or was there some other experimental you know, reason. I think it's a combination of both. Um, I've written a book about uh, marketing automation uh, before marketing automation without AI. Right. AI uh, that is, and, uh, actually, we listeners to the podcast will uh, will get uh, a download link for that book, so you can download it for free later on. Yeah. Um, but I saw the progression of marketing automation from simple trip email campaigns into something much more powerful and the natural step onwards is artificial intelligence and using insights from from raw data um, to, to create autonomous uh, marketing systems that can optimize themselves uh, as new data become available over time. So I think the natural progression from traditional marketing automation is to use AI uh, quite naturally. Huh, okay, so good, so it's a combination, makes sense. Um, so when you, you know, when you go through the process of writing this book and you make your, your various insights, which I want, I want to get to some of those insights in a bit, but on the way there, what kind of, I don't know what you would call it, but stepping stones or milestones, you know, did you go through to create this rather, um, I don't know, uh, rather thorough book? You know, I've gone through it and love it, and, and it's just fascinating. And I've already put my uh, my agency teams uh, on, you know, onto looking at a whole number of topics in there that we were already you know, looking at in different ways and, and the insights you bring to this is great. So, so I'd like to know sort of what kind of, when you're creating the book, you know, what are the major milestones you look at to creating such a book? Because it sure covers a lot. 
So first of all, I would like to say it's not really that hard to write a book. Anyone can do it, provided that you have some knowledge to share. And the most uh, difficult part of writing a book is, is just to show up every day and, uh, and do the work. So consistent uh, work is, is actually the most, hard, uh, most difficult part of writing the book. Um, yeah. Having said that, uh, in terms of marketing with AI, uh, it's a very new field and um, it isn't so well known uh, what solutions are already on the market. So the first thing I did was to spend two or three months researching the current marketplace to find out uh, what marketing automation software do already use AI and for what purpose, i.e. Uh, how can marketing software use AI um, currently. Right. Um, AI uh, as such I know pretty well since before and marketing automation I know very well as well since before. So I started to, to um, analyze the market to find out what commercially available solutions can already do for you. Um, and then uh, you start to write, uh, I create an uh, outline in Word and then I start to fill in the different sections um, one by one basically. When you Once you've created the book, you've gone through the process of doing all the writing and the editing and the, the post-production and getting it out to market and you, and you look at it you know, you probably consider it a million times before you print it, and then once it's printed, you reread it, and then you think, oh, you know, uh, uh, here, here's something I didn't think of, or here's a perspective I didn't think of, and that I essentially discovered by writing the book. Sort of what are some of the, the key insights that even you learned by writing the book that, you know, maybe you got some insight about marketing from creating this book that you weren't even expecting? if you could share something like that. I think that uh, one of the key takeaways is that uh, the marketing industry will be uh, not only transformed, but disrupted uh, big time uh, in just a couple of years, I think. Uh, we will move from uh, gut feeling uh, into uh, fact-based uh, data-driven decisions. Uh, we will move into self-optimizing autonomous marketing software that, uh, that can optimize their own behavior automatically. Uh, so I think the marketing industry is in for a uh, shock, uh, largely. <laughs> right. As are, as are any other uh, industry, that um, has to be said, AI will touch every, every business and every industry in a couple of years. Right, and your and your business is in the strategic content area, right? I mean, your your normal business, not when you're writing books, your your regular. So I'm a marketing automation consultant, okay. and uh, as such, I help companies uh, with the content strategy because marketing automation is largely a largely a way of delivering uh, personalized content. Um, uh, so it's a natural fit, right? I mean, it's a natural fit yes. for you to be using data-driven AI. Yes, I would say so. Yeah. Um, and so I guess, do you do that already for a number of or even all of your clients? Or is that something that's still relatively rare for your client set? 
I would say that the majority of my customers are still using traditional marketing automation systems only. Uh, but some of them are now looking for AI-powered AI uh, marketing systems as well. Uh, I also help companies uh, develop custom uh, proprietary software solution using AI. So, for example, uh, if a company have a lot of uh, internal data about how their uh, customers behave or, or um, how machines operate, uh, we can use AI analytics to find uh, business insights from that data, uh, valuable patterns, uh, and uh, those insights can then trigger and drive marketing automation logic. For example, send emails uh, to offer uh, spare parts before a machine breaks down because the vibration pattern signals that this particular machine is likely to break down three weeks from now. Or or uh, the uh, shipping pattern uh, for uh, for some uh, company indicates that certain types of customers uh, will likely be interested in uh, buying also some additional products and then those insights can trigger marketing automation logic or campaigns that offer uh, certain uh, content to uh, certain people based on how they behave or how machines uh, operate. Right, sort of predictive AI, like in order to... Yeah, know. predictive marketing or predictive analytics. Yeah, and it's a little, I mean, there's two kinds, right? There's the weak kind where you're just basically playing fancy statistics, and then there's the strong AI where you're actually developing, you know, patterns or you're actually developing, you're, you're enabling the script or the program to learn things that it never learned or ne was never taught before, right? That's I think that's how it's defined. Yeah, AI is different things to different people, so there are no clear definitions. But uh, the way I see it, uh, AI can be um, considered to be built out from three different technologies. And the first step is big data, where we can uh, detect uh, patterns in data that signal something. For example, we can detect what behavior patterns um, signal credit card fraud uh, for a bank, for example. The next step up is uh, predictive analytics, where we design mathematical algorithms that can detect those patterns in future unknown data. Uh, for example, a, an ATM machine that, uh, that can understand that the currently ongoing credit card transaction is likely fraudulent. And the third step is machine learning, where uh, we feed new uh, or future data into the system uh, and retrain the algorithm such that the uh, predictive analytics algorithm can adapt its behavior to changing environment conditions such that, for example, uh, credit card fraud is, is uh, no longer uh, coming uh, mostly from country A, but uh, rather is more frequently coming from country B. Right. Yeah. So, so that's, I mean, that's, I mean, it's so exciting. That that's all on the that's all on the inside. Once you're already past the gate, let's say as a customer, or you're making a purchase, 
you know, you have all those uh, conditions to meet, you know, do you pass the fraud test? Do you pass the secure test? Do you pass all these different tests that you have within the back end to make sure that you're a legit customer and to use all this predictive stuff to secure the, the transaction and to also to know what to offer them once they're clients to keep them on with retention. Um, but in terms of the original, let's say, acquisition funnel, right, what are some simple steps? Let's try to make this for, our, you know, let's say a newbie marketer comes online and says, hey, I heard about this AI marketing stuff and I want to build a new website and it sounds like a smart way to do this. What are some of the simplest ways people can really get into data-driven marketing with AI? Let's say starting today. So there are uh, there are hundreds of different ways to use AI in marketing, and there are hundreds of existing commercial solutions to buy. Right. So let's say something. Let's say but, something uh, simple, I, like I you have a, a Shopify shop or an eBay store, or you know you have your own website running on WooCommerce or something like that. Let's say you wanted to implement predictive analysis at the very basic level of being able to tell from past habits and transactions and, you know, click actions to, to be able to tell something about what they might do in the future that can impact your KPIs, your, your typical KPIs for marketing, whether they're revenues, visits, whatever it is, average order value, any of those things. Uh, how would you, you know, how can you, how can somebody start to, uh, get into the process of getting into all of this and turning it on for their site and, and getting in, you know, getting into data-driven AI. So for e-commerce, uh, there are uh, several interesting usages of AI. So one obviously is uh, personalized product recommendations. So you will see the most likely product uh, that uh, that the prediction algorithm thinks you will or most likely will buy. So hyper-personalization is one. Uh, hyper-personalization also goes into uh, personalized search results. So if you or your neighbor search for uh, t-shirts in a web shop, you will not necessarily see the same search results because you have done different things in the past i.e. you have different uh, digital uh, footprints or uh, different uh, past behaviors. Yeah. Um, E-commerce solutions have frequently used something called RFM analysis in the past, so recency, frequency, and monetary value uh, analysis to um, assess which customers are the best customers, which are the worst, which are we at risk of losing. And I think uh, RFM analysis is, uh, is something that will be replaced by AI-powered solutions for churn prediction, for example. Uh, we can detect uh, when you will buy uh, next time, uh, what product you will buy. We can predict um, uh, if we are at risk of losing you as a customer. We can predict your customer lifetime value, for example. Uh, but you can also use AI for, for some other really interesting things. Uh, consider, for example, a landing page where you want as many people as possible to sign up for a free download or, right. or a check, check out process in an e-commerce uh, yeah, workshop. Yeah, a classic. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, classical conversion ratio optimization right. or CRO. So there are already uh, AI-powered commercial solutions you can buy today that uh, automatically uh, redesign um, uh, the landing page and changes the colors, the fonts, the text size, the imagery, uh, the heading, uh, etc. The positioning of, of uh, objects on the landing page mm -hmm. to um, find the design that uh, provides the best conversion ratio. And these uh, systems use something called genetic algorithms that works like uh, Darwin's evolutional uh, theory uh, of mankind, where uh, every design permutation uh, leads to offspring, uh, which is slightly different. Right. And if the offspring uh, provides better uh, conversion ratio than, than the, the parents, right. uh, then the algorithm continues that path and generates further design changes and see if those provide even better results. Right. So, so uh, automated, really interesting. Sort of like automated ABC testing, basically. Yeah, massively multivariate testing, I would say. Uh, but it's not only about testing, but because the AI algorithm actually proposes and implements the design changes as well. Right. Wow, that's fascinating. Um, okay, so, I mean, there's so much good stuff in this book. If there's one thing you could tell us about what did you not put in this book, what did you have to cut it? What did you have to cut out? One thing, just one thing. What did you have to cut out of this book? Uh, I, I think I just had to stop. At some point, I just had to stop uh, mentioning more tools that did new interesting things. Uh, huh. <laughs> more, so more use. You mean, 250, 50 products on the market that uses it. Right. Specifically uses AI, uh, AI in their marketing software, and I just had to stop at some point uh, yeah. giving examples of, of how AI can be used in marketing. So, so, what else? What else can you tell us about this book that, let's say, I didn't ask, but you really want to tell the audience? I think that uh, one of the unique points of this book is is, um, is my um, uh, proposal to, to use um, machine-generated data uh, in marketing. Currently, uh, marketing automation and data-driven marketing has largely been based on data from how people behave, so leads and customers. But now with internet-connected devices, the Internet of Things, or IoT, we will have approximately one trillion internet-connected devices by 2025. And these machines will generate enormous amounts of data about how they work or how they are used. And uh, we can harvest uh, very, very interesting um, business insights from that data. And those insights can trigger and drive marketing automation logic. So I think after AI, or once AI is commonplace, I think we will move from a situation where we use AI analysis of, of um, people data to AI analysis of machine data. Right. Huh. Um, that's very interesting. But I, I was wondering when or what point do you think it will be 
common even for the solopreneur or the SMB to be using this? Because right now it seems to be something, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to be something that's usually at enterprise levels. And even a lot of medium-sized companies don't even implement this yet, right? At what point do you think it might, uh, do you think yes, it will ever so get? No. Do you think so? Many of these software solutions are enterprise-grade, they've been enterprise uh, price tag as well. Uh, but there are already several uh, solutions using AI uh, for uh, for solo entrepreneurs or small businesses. And you think, um, I mean, and there's a, there's a healthy growing market already for 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 solopreneurs doing that already because I from where I see it, I yeah see I mean uh, every user of Gmail for example already oh. uses uh, AI yes uh, no but I I meant uh, you know, at what point do you think like the individual sitting at home on his computer you know starting up his business is going to decide ah I can do this already i can implement this already easily on my site to do these things you think it's i mean i know it's happening kind of if you look at analytics and things like that you could say yeah that's ai um, but there's additional so many additional things you know for example that you lay out in your book that you can do um where it's really a different level of, of using ai you know yeah, I think the two, two first things that solo entrepreneurs or, or small businesses will use AI will probably be um, uh, chat robots and, um, and probably um, um, adaptive content uh, huh. where yeah. will soon be uh, simple, cheap solutions for product recommendations either yeah. on the website or in your e-commerce web shop. Right. So uh, product recommendations uh, which are AI powered or um, or chatbots is something where uh, most solo entrepreneurs already can uh, yeah. can dip their feet into uh, or dip their toes into the water with AI. Right, and that means that today, if you're a middle marketing manager or even a you know a marketing manager at a regional size company. Um, you should already be at least looking at it, if not already working on implementing it. I mean, if you want to stay, you know, ahead of the game, right? You should. This isn't something to ignore. Yes, the development is un inevitable, and uh, the companies that start with AI-powered marketing will uh, will get a head start, and yeah. um, I think it's very advice, uh, yeah. very wise idea to to at least okay. start to learn a little bit about this. That's good to know. Well, so let me ask you something, because you write a lot. Um, like, how long does it take you to write? I write a bunch of books, right? I write a whole bunch of books also, but, uh, but you know, the different marketing topics and other stuff. Um, but I can tell you I have a, a very strange writing process that probably isn't usual, and maybe the average time that I put into writing is actually very condensed versus the amount of time I spend thinking about what to write. Um, Sort of how long does it take you to produce a book like this, and when can we expect the next this book? book uh, this book took much longer than the other books I've written because I needed to do so much research on what the current marketplace was looking like. Yeah. The other books, I already knew all the information in my, in my brain, uh, let's say. Um, so I spent two almost three months mm. just researching the current marketplace for this book and uh, yeah. so the total process from actually starting 
uh, writing uh, until it was completed was about nine months. Oh, that's great. That's amazing. Um, so about the time it takes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, well, first of all, I want to know if you could tell us again the URL where we can find your book. And I'm going to have a special URL on my website that, that points to it. But if you could please tell my audience where they can go you know, to grab your book um, and to learn more about your services, etc. So the book can be found on my website uh, is unomire.com forward slash books and uh, it is uh, available on Amazon as well. And again, that's that Unomire is, is spelled U-N-E-M-Y-R dot com, right? Yes. Right. Uh, and uh, I'm also offering uh, to, to the listeners uh, one of my earlier books on marketing automation. It's called uh, Mastering Online Marketing. So you can download that book for free. Uh, and you do that from unomire.com uh, forward slash get book. Uh, but that book is on traditional marketing automation without AI. Fantastic. Um, that is super. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm so excited uh, to have shared everything about this book with the audience. There's so much more, frankly, to share, but I really want everybody to just go and download these books and, and start reading and, and, and get into this because really, if you're in, you know, if you're into marketing, if you're looking at the next five, ten years of where marketing is going in a long view. Um, and you're into this as, as your profession and you really want to get ahead and, and make a difference in marketing, um, this is the kind of knowledge you need to be absorbing and implementing into your life on a practical day-to-day -day working level. Um, it's, it's a lot of big topics, but it's extremely useful, I find. Um, so. With that, I want to thank Magnus, but before we go, I, I'm also curious, where are you going next with the topics? Like, where is this journey? Obviously, when you get to the end of a book, you immediately start thinking about the next one also, um, if you're into that kind of project, production, and I see you are, so <laughs> in terms of producing many books. So where are you going next? I think I will focus more on... Uh on uh, marketing which is driven by uh, insights from machine generated data so perhaps it would be a book on how to use um, uh, data from internet connected devices to drive marketing automation logic or, or uh, AI insights from uh, machine generated data and how to use that in marketing. I could have sworn you would talk to me about cryptocurrency or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the blockchain or whatever. Uh, everyone does that. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I leave that for the experts. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Magnus, it's been an extremely great pleasure speaking with you. I really appreciate the time, um, especially. Um, can we say? Can we say that uh, you just got married? Can I say Mazel Tov? Is that all right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, Mazel Tov. Uh, last weekend. Magnus just got married, so I, I really appreciate the time, Magnus, that you've given us. Uh, congratulations. Um, happy marriage. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. And uh, I definitely hope you'll, you'll let us know, you know in the future when your next books come out or if you have other exciting updates. 
Um, always happy to speak with you. Uh, it's just, it's been a pleasure. So thank you again. And thank you very much. All right. For now, this wraps up this episode. And uh, of course, please give us hearts, likes, comments, shares, whatever you do, retweet it. Uh, we're always happy to hear from you. We love your comments and your feedback. That's how we learn to do the next episodes and the next episodes. And uh, we really appreciate it. So thanks for the input. And until next time, take care. Buy